welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Feels. I'm your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host, Chanel, and our producer extraordinaire. You have entered the green room. Hey, C major. She was so size to get the label I was. I was. Mm-hmm. That's for the producers. The producers know what happened. C major, you was about to tell us a story. And I said, <laughs> I have to hit record because I have a very specific question to ask you. But go ahead, get into it. So I, I've had the pleasure of having two two other gentlemen around my age group. I'm assuming one's a customer, one's a coworker, and they they also are expecting for the first time. And I was just saying, niggas is niggas is still everybody's just as clueless as far as what to really expect. And the advice that they've gotten so such uh, thus far is has left them nowhere. Um, we we still got the same questions. We still. <laughs> nobody said nobody's given us even parameters like we've had good now the thing is the conversations have yet they've been get been able to start so that amongst ourselves we we're coming together with some things um this reason i had a customer this past weekend it was like he's supposed to pick up his car because he's like hey man i got the i got a baby shower or some shit so you know his lady's further along um didn't end up making it because I guess his lady had to go to the hospital or some shit. But he kind of like I could tell he kind of stepped out of the room. It was like mm. and, <laughs> and started talking because we've only talked on the phone maybe three or four times. But like he just started, you could hear the sigh, and I'm like, "Hey, brother, this this your first child?" And <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm, I don't even know what man." And like he couldn't even get you know, no niggas sentence. just start. Start talking in fragments. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Not Nothing. even full words and shit. Yeah, so, you know, I got to talk. I was like, you know, hey, bro, I feel you, you know. But, you know, and we started talking that shit. And then my other coworker, we got a little bit more in depth with it. He's like, bro, I'm just trying to figure out how to plan financially for this shit. I don't even know what's a, what's a fair amount to even. Am I asking too much of my lady and shit? And, you know, it's like. And I, I, we, at this point, I'm like, who who you talk to? He's like, I talked to a couple of my uncles and shit, but he's he from Chicago, so they a bunch of Midwest players and shit. So, like, they don't got the answer. And I'm like, mm. you know, I haven't sat down and talked with my with my uncles directly, but I, I know which one I probably might go to first. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, like, stop right there. Stop yeah. right there. Yeah. Because did it ever daughter you to ask our father? <laughs> <laughs> Did it ever cross your mind to call Pops and be like, Dad, help. You were in the house. You you made a way. What are some of the pitfalls? What should I prepare for? Major, talk to the dude that you're planning to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just found it interesting when he kicked off the conversation. I'm yeah. like, and, and nobody went to their dad's? Like even when you explained the homie mm-hmm. went to his uncles, I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. I think specifically with his, I can't confirm, but he just he just moved and talked like a nigga whose father wasn't there. So okay, okay. Like, yeah, certain niggas just because he he's a good salesman. So like, I was like, yeah, nah, your pops wasn't. You ain't pick up that charisma. That or that's probably is from him, <laughs> and that's the one resounding that's trait. The one thing. <laughs> and your mother just be like, hmm, like. Hey. 
<laughs> looking at that nigga. He talked just like his daddy. Smooth talking ass nigga, just like your mm-hmm. daddy. <laughs> Man, okay. But still, you haven't answered mm-hmm. me about our father. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like see, he wasn't first on the list. I okay. listened to him. And it's more so just because nowadays it's a little harder to get to the answer with them. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Takes a little longer. The TBI uh, does play a role. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> and, and the TBI just being present alone, just <laughs> the TBI <laughs> might answer. The, the TBI <laughs> might answer, but I like I. I also want to get the real. I want to get with your experience. I feel like he's gonna, you know, he's at the age where he don't mind fabricating shit too. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He do, He his recollection is 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 sweetened a bit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and then I feel like Ma gonna, gonna interrupt the FaceTime and be like, nah, this let me tell you about this nigga for real. Right. Like <laughs> <laughs> she always hates she a dream killer yeah. like shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whether it's true off. or not, yeah. he still be killing his dream. Like, look yeah. at that man. <laughs> he had the tail into his life. <laughs> let him believe that shit. <laughs> let that man cook. <laughs> Let him believe everything he's saying. Come on now. Golly. But I do know which uncle you're going to talk to, and you're probably going to get the realest answer, which is, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The reality is nobody knows. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows until the baby is here. And then you have to start making decisions outside of thinking about yourself. That's the one consistent thing I've heard from everybody is I don't know if I have the I didn't know if I had the right tools. I had the right functioning biological tools, but I didn't know if mm-hmm. I had the right emotional tools, da, 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 da. but I just knew every decision just had to be about the, the child first. Mm-hmm. You know, what do I need to do before X, Y, Z? But yeah, definitely. I mean, reach out to Unc, man. He'll give it mm-hmm. to you real. <laughs> and he's had yeah. three versions of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. young, yeah. Uh, <laughs> married, and you know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. three three different versions of his of his parenting. And yeah, he's and he's a good dude to talk to. He he definitely yeah. listens to whatever you're going through. So that's that's dope. What else been going on with you this week, C Major? I mean, outside of that, I had a chance to perform with uh, the homie Money for Drugs at a show this past, uh, what was that, Friday. Um, I was Songbird in D.C. That was a cool, dope experience. Shout out to Mm -hmm. the Not An Invitational Showcase. Uh, hosting and wait a minute, shout out to you performing at the Songbird. Like, I've seen some (laughs) artists I want to see performing at Songbird. So, shout out to that and and that 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 venue like that was i enjoyed it even though i was just a feature on the set i enjoyed it um you know you could tell the difference between certain venues that are like designed for this type of this type of event and it was dope because i seen also well shout out money shout out the nomad the native they both collab on these uh, type of showcases and i seen it kind of grow from being just an in-house thing uh, at the market to to a slightly bigger venue to yep. a even slightly bigger venue to now at the Songbird. So 
Shout out to them. It was dope to be a real part of that. Shout out to my sis Logan, who featured on the set, doing her thing. We got her making music, uh, you know, getting shit published. So it's just good to see the team getting in their creative space and, uh, you know, letting shit go. Oh, uh, can I just say shout out to you for performing in that motherfucking coat? God damn. (laughs) As As a bitch who's perpetually hot, that shit was like, I was sitting there like... The, God, oh, the, oh, the, lyrics, the lyrics are dope too But god damn <laughs> We got that coat on You look comfortable in that coat yeah. and they, oh, yeah. Wasn't it springtime Wasn't y'all getting spring weather no. yesterday it a, But it was just like the perfect Like like cause it was it was night That was probably around like 9.45 It's 10 o'clock ish so like I felt like it, it was giving me everything I needed to do Like I said one verse and done So I wasn't up there <laughs> Whole set in the trench Um it wasn't yeah. even like C major was really. I mean, part of it is C major was trying to get the trench off. Let's let's mm. be real. Like yeah. C major, yeah. his his uh, we seeing a growth with his with his uh, outward appearance. He's wearing rings. He's got shit on his wrist now. And yeah. when he step out, it's, it looked different. Yeah, it looked. I don't know about if I don't know if you noticed, Miss Janelle, oh, but it I looks have. a little different. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But the but the temperature thing, I was concerned as well. But I thought I was like, how many times have we walked into the lion, and it was a balmy ninety? So in order for him, <laughs> okay, you're right, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, that's normal. at higher temperature. You know, <laughs> yeah, I am full 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 uh, mammal here, warm blooded individual, and yeah, that's that's different. What you are is different. We haven't quite figured out. <laughs> what species or what's going on over there? It's not okay, Miss <laughs> Janelle. How was your week? Um, it was going all right until um the episode dropped, and my team like put me in a blender, like, and the homie does the post and didn't even tell me. So, okay. I opened this shit up and it's called gentrified. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck happened when I went out. But I'm sitting there looking at the title like, what the fuck? Like, because, you know, we usually pull the title from some shit that happened. And I was like, I know I I, I, I missed a block. Not that long a time either. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of time. Didn't take long for it to be real. And I said, yo, my nigga just lost it. Like, it just <laughs> shot out your mouth and it shot out again. And I was like, Major Helper, what are you doing? What are you doing? How? I was oh, sitting man. there like, what the fuck? Like, I had no idea. And y'all was sitting there chilling. When I came back with the touchy, like, <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, my team spun out of control. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Look, I man. didn't want to find out that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the homie ain't think to tell me. And like sometimes, you know, I'll hear him in the back and he'll, you know, I'll hear some laughing or whatever. It's like, what the fuck? Sometimes you say some funny shit. So I heard him laughing, I, and I don't think to go in and and worry about it. But like somebody, right, not right away. Me. Yeah, right. I oh, opened this shit up. I said, "What the fuck is a gentrified?" <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I found out. 
Um, okay. I, yeah, that, that, yeah. Was, <laughs> that was it. That was the week was. <laughs> outside, outside of that, of that the week, week was good. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Miss Janelle. When it happened, C Major gave me the eyebrow, so I repeated myself because <laughs> <laughs> I was confident. I was confident, but uh, apparently that's not a word. Then mm-hmm. he okay. he suggested suggested how to spell it. You know, I found this new gadget on this here app, so I <laughs> went ahead and there's no excuse, Miss Janelle. End of the mm-hmm. end of the day, there's no excuse for it. My apologies. I just the next time if something like that happens again, just just give me a heads up. Don't let me go in cold. You're right. And, You're right. and see something like that. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're absolutely that's right. Fair. That's fair. That is fair. Um, <laughs> my week was rather tame until Friday. Mm. Friday, I decided to go against all better judgment. And even some of the words that I said on this here podcast presentation. And I decided to go and try the double Big Mac. Now, I was listening to another podcast during the day, and they did a taste test, a live on-air taste test of the Double Big Mac. And this is what got me. I was suckered in because three people on another podcast decided to try it, and all three had rave reviews initially. And it's very important that I say initially. Um, there's a gentleman on the podcast. I'm not going to disclose the podcast names or anything like that, but let's just give you the three gentlemen are ages. Uh, one is in their 40s, one is in their 50s, and one is in their 60s. This is another reason why I decided to try it because these are, they have our guts. Like we're the same age, brag, you know, same generation. There's a couple of people in there from Generation X. I'm like, if your guts can take it, then let me see what I could do, right? One of the gentlemen is on a weight loss medication, similar to an Ozempic or the other, or something, you know, something like that that does disastrous things to you when you go against your planned diet, mm-hmm. right? They all take a, their first bite. All three rave about the proportion. Now you got these two mini discs on top of the middle bread and these two mini discs under the middle bread. And they all said, this is the perfect ratio of meat to bun. Now they all have hated the big Mac previously because your bread to meat ratio is, is bananas. Mm. Bread to meat is bananas period. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <continue>. <laughs> they talked about how, the middle bread is now fully welcome in the sandwich <laughs> because you got two slabs of mini disc meat on either side with your special with your special sauce and the lettuce and the pickles and the onions. I mean, they made it sound amazing. I said, you know what? It's Friday. 
I'm surrounded by probably 12 McDonald's along with other places to eat around here. I ain't got nothing to do Saturday. Let me go grab one. I announced this to the house. Gerasmo is automatically disgusted, <laughs> like fully not on board, absolutely grossed out by the mere mention of the double mic, double Big Mac. She has to she pick had- up the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> She's thinking about the aftermath. She, <laughs> she asked me seven, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times was I sure. And would I like to join her at Beacus at Steak Shake instead? Like, please come get a steak burger <laughs> and a milkshake. We know what Gary does to you, but we yeah, rather do that. So yes, she she checked in with me about four times about this decision I had made, this proclamation. Rappy Chulo looked at me and said, "I'm down for the McDonald's trip." But really? The double big man? <laughs> you sure? Yeah, sure. Let's do this. I'm like, you know what? I heard about it. I want to see what it's all about. I'm hearing positive things. He shakes his head. He rides along for the fish sandwich. He watches me order. I think he just wanted to document all the steps. <laughs> so he documents me ordering it. He documents the faces on the people who took my order. The look on the youngins at the window when I came around to pay, they was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was you that ordered the double? Alright. Took my money. Came home. Now, one thing I do know about an endeavor like this is I'm not eating this in front of nobody. I take my stuff out of the bag. I put his back of the bag rolled up. I said, now you got downstairs. <laughs> you gone, boy. Go on, eat. <laughs> Go play video games and eat at the same time. I don't care. I'm going in the sunroom, closing the door and turning the lights off. <laughs> C Major has been here before. There's a little, you can see right through the door. I don't need nobody to see me clearly. (laughs) This is a lot. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need eyes on me. And my wonderful, lovely wife and Beacus were at Steak Shake eating a, a sensible burger meal. While I was here in the room alone in the dark. <laughs> oh, yeah, eating like Uncle Pete and shit. <laughs> I like to add ketchup to my Big Mac. I just like a little, you know, little tomato something on there. So I removed the top bun, see the double disc, and instantly I know I made a mistake. I know I did. Because this thing is 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 like the leaning tower of pizza. Once you remove one of the layers, it doesn't know what to do with itself. Mm. So it's wobbling all over the place. <clears throat> I grab, I secure, I, I line my hand up. You ever try to hold up all all seven of your dominoes when you had to <laughs> remember when we learned how to play dominoes? And you 
That's what I'm doing. My hand is <laughs> you get the claw. trying to hold the <laughs> Try to hold everything in place, right? Like, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I put the cause I need ketchup on the bottom too. So the I take the middle piece off, throw a little ketchup down there, put the bun back on, put a little ketchup on the top. I, I reassemble the sandwich as much as I can. I take the first bite and it was heavenly. It mm. tasted amazing. It reminded me of the very first time I had a Big Mac and really enjoyed it. It was that good. Mm. Now, that was the first bite. I get sice. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> so I crush. Never mind. I had backup nuggets just in case the burger was a disaster. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had a side of fries. So I'm crushing the fries and the burger. I dip off to my nugget, dip one. I'm almost done with the burger. And then my stomach says, bitch, you been full, but you were excited. <laughs> <laughs> you kept going. <laughs> the way my stomach shut down the entire, my, my, the rest of my plan, yeah. It was over. I had no choice. I folded everything back up, put it in a bag. Now, I finished the burger, but everything else had to get folded up, put it in a bag. And I was okay for about 25 minutes. An hour after I finished the burger, I started sweating. And in a way that was... Not indicative of an instantaneous, you need to get ready because you're about to run. But it was, uh, this going to be a long night. <laughs> what, what you did to us, <laughs> my insides are saying, what you just did, we, we've got to work. You don't eat like this. I don't eat like this. I don't go. Lately, I've been in the house eating salads. I've, got, I've been doing meatless Mondays. Mm. I've, been, I've been crushing it. Food wise, I've been on my shit, and then I decided to go and do that. My stomach said, "Okay, bitch, sit down." And so when I woke up yesterday, I was still full. Mind you, I ate this meal at seven thirty ish. I was full from seven thirty Friday to about two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> yesterday, to the point where I like. <clears throat> Drinking, I was like, no, you fool. Every time I took a drink of something, I was like, no, you fool, you fool. <laughs> so noticing that I'm bloated in a way that's very uncomfortable, I didn't then decide to remedy that by adding psyllium to the mix. And if you're not familiar with psyllium, <laughs> if you're not familiar with psyllium, that was probably the worst thing I could have added because that also bloats you. I drink down my psyllium mix. I poop like five times, like rapid fire. Like, like soon as I put the cup down, <laughs> it's like a... It's, what is it, a chopper? What do the kids say? 
<laughs> well, you, you got the choppers, your Draco. Yeah. 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 I think it came with a switch. With a switch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unlimited rounds. Like, it's just nonstop. So I make my way to the nearest restroom for round one. I feel better, but not back to myself. Needless to say, I don't want to gross anybody out too much, but there were several more rounds. Um, I'm back to my, I was back to myself around eight o'clock last night and, uh, I made it here today. Um, my advice to anybody curious about the double Big Mac is if you already in your fast food journey and, and your, your belly is just used to that shit, go for it. But if you on a health journey or you've changed your ways and don't do it to yourself. Yeah. Just don't. Don't. And that sums up my week. That was my entire <laughs> week. <laughs> the the 7 30 p.m. Friday burger encompassed your whole week. <laughs> my whole week, uh, My whole entire week. Nothing else. Whatever I was mad at, happy at, sad at earlier. No. It became about the double Big Mac. The taste was on point. The 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 restaurant I chose has been hit or miss for for recent for uh previous McDonald's trips, but they were on point. The fries were hot, the Coke was cold, the double Big Mac was hot, the buns were nice and steamy. It was everything you wanted out mm-hmm. of it. There, there was it wasn't an issue with the restaurant and their preparation of the burger, it was literally just too much. Mm-mm-mm. Plain and simple, just too much. And it shut me down for almost 24 hours. <clears throat> so, uh, taste-wise, amazing. You need recovery. Plan for recovery, definitely. It cost you everything. It cost yep. me all of Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> projects were getting done in the house people were I heard drills going off and people were building shelves and things were getting rearranged and organized and I like to participate in some of that mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't I just mm. I, I just couldn't so you never come back that strong B you never <sighs> come back that strong yeah, I should have eased, eased in with a with a happy meal or something yeah, and then yeah, waited yeah. till a couple of weeks from now to but I got excited man they made it sound look, good yeah. hey man by all means I, I remember and this is this is when I was still in my 20s I, they, when they brought out the motherfucking it was like they was cooking the order using fresher beef I was like fuck it it's been some years let me go holler at my double quarter pounder again mm-hmm. same exact story same <laughs> exact story shut you down Shut me down, except for I got hit with the cramps about 25 minutes late later. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, the sweating and everything. But yeah, I, I mean, that and that's how they get you, you know. Yeah, you, you see your review. I saw my man send me a video earlier of somebody trying out the double the double Big Mac. But mm-hmm. it was crazy because he kept saying how good the double meat was, and that's where it just threw me off that's, personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was, that was wild. And he's from the DMV, so I was just like, you know what you're doing, but 
That's great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. mm-hmm. You are a soldier. I'm 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 somewhat proud of you. Uh yeah. You know? Because you, you made you. it through your Thank year you. today. I'm glad you're okay. Um, I, I made it. Yeah. yeah, I made it. Yeah. But next oh. time consult with niggas before you just go out and you know what I'm saying? Cause well, we I, care I mean, about you. It was <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna be detrimental to my health in such an immediate way. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought, okay, when I'm 67, I might regret this when they're <laughs> when the test results come back. About <laughs> <laughs> this 20-year-old block of beef that's been in your intestine. <laughs> that's what I thought. I didn't the know shit it was waiting be. to manifest <laughs> 20 years from now is crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Justice was oh, swift. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Justice was super swift. Yeah, it did not wait. It did not. It didn't ask permission. It didn't file papers. It didn't. No, no. It went straight, straight at it. Um, happy Black History Month, everybody. Yes, it's been yes, rocking. <laughs> I mean, we've been. Rocking and rolling since February 1st in the Travis Kelsey haircut. It's been a phenomenal mm. blackest, one of the most blackest of history months ever. And both positive and negative. A lot of negative, but a, a lot of positive as well. Yeah. Um, special shout out to Snow Bunny Kells. <laughs> <laughs> she had a birthday. What? No, just number one. Love to Snow Bunny. Happy birthday. But Happy you talked about the blackity blackness of Black History Buff and then moved straight to Snow Bunny. And that was bananas. <laughs> ask me, ask me what Snow Bunny did for her birthday though. Some ask black me. shit. Okay. <laughs> she went to see Dave Hollister for of her course. birthday. Okay. Right. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm leaving. I'm leading with positivity. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. So shout out to Snow Buddy. Happy birthday. I'm <laughs> making the Black History announcement is hilarious. That <laughs> is hilarious. What you I want? Fuck with it. What you want? I fuck with it. I'm just saying. Um, we're gonna get into some John news because the John news was newsing. Man, we leading off with let me see if I can pull this joint up here. Uh, share screen. Share screen. Go with this one. For some reason my um my internet it might be a little bit weird right now so just bear with me it's taking some time for me to get these get these articles up and I wanted to start with the Brett Favre news my apologies for all the waiting here oh what happened there Y'all need me to beatbox? No, (laughs) I think we could. Uh, Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. 
auditor the mods. Is that what that says? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Chanel> face. <Jesus laughs> Christ. <laughs> this is the headline. Bring back editors. Bring back <laughs> editors. <laughs> <laughs> And it's oh, AP. Oh man! Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's AP. That's that's what who we supposed to trust, right? Uh, auditor demands Brett Favre finish repaying Mississippi for misspent welfare money. Auditor Shad White is demanding the former NFL QB repay nearly seven hundred thirty thousand dollars that was supposed to help some of the poorest people in the state. <clears throat> Excuse me. Favre, a pro football Hall of Fame member who lives in Mississippi, filed lawsuits in February 2023 accusing White and two national sportscasters of defaming him in public discussions about welfare misspending. White said in 2020 that Favre had improperly received $1.1 million in speaking fees from a nonprofit organization that spent welfare with approval from the Mississippi Department of Human Services. The money from the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families program was to go toward a volleyball arena at the University of Southern Mississippi. Favre agreed to lead fundraising efforts for the facility at his alma mater, where his daughter started playing on the volleyball team back in 2017. Favre had no legal right to the Possession or control of the $1.1 million, um, White's attorneys wrote in the court filing Monday. Favre repaid $500,000 to the state in May of 2020. It's $600,000 in October 2021. But the new court filing said he still owes about $730,000 because interest caused growth in the original amount. Oh, this is just how if you get a tax bill. And they tell you, oh, you could pay, you pay in a payment plan, but understand that the interest is going to accrue while you're making these payments. I don't see anything. Hey, get it. Get the money. Get all of the money, please. Anything you want to add, Ms. Janelle? Um, he should look at this as a break because Miss Spent is doing a whole lot of lifting here. Um, the money was stolen. He was complicit yes. in the theft. And anyone else would be treated as such as a thief. He's get he's getting the opportunity to pay it back. And like you said, or you know, even as the article is stating, you you received an interest free loan, B. Nah. Mm-hmm. This is the fact that they're treating it like that and asking you to repay this money and not asking for you to sit down, take mm-hmm. it, pay it back. You got it. Absolutely. C major. <clears throat> Anything you want to add? Yeah, fuck that shit. We got a uh, motherfucking payback interest. Shit, I'm doing that shit with this fucking credit. I'm sorry, but no, yeah, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> Make that nigga pay. Hundred percent. Mid ass QB. Sorry, no, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we doing that? I mean, we discrediting you know, his career. Yeah. I mean, I'll do it. How many shit. years it take that nigga to? Sorry, no. I'm... Now that we got black excellence in the in the NFL right Yo. now, I'm I'm more than willing to discredit a lot of mediocre Start white calling quarterbacks. Calling a lot of these niggas trash. Yo, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. 
Shout Little out to Warren. Real quick, shout out to Warren Sapp. This nigga really was trying to cap for Brad Johnson against Cam Newton. That's just crazy. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> Yeah. Let's not let's let's yeah. all agree to certain things, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what Warren is saying right now is not one of them. Little yeah, John is yeah. reportedly dropping a guided meditation album. Um, good for him. I would love to hear his guided meditation voice. We're say, so used to him it? being. I think he does. I mean, you remember the Dave Chappelle skit. <laughs> he pulling he pulling from that prep school education with that. Absolutely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Little John, the producer extraordinaire, who helped Crunk reach airwaves across the U.S., will reportedly be giving the people what they've been clamoring for—a guided meditation album. The welcome news arrived via TMZ, which reports that John has been on a fitness journey as of late and feels that a guided meditation album is the way to go for his next creative endeavor. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Our rappers and, and our, I mean, it's good to see us, our culture and our, you know, our stars get older and, and go through changes like this. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in hearing what this, what this might sound like, what this might look like. I'll give it a spin. <laughs> I, I would like some black voices in my guided meditation, you know, <laughs> a little bit of okay. <laughs> Just a little bit. Nothing, You've nothing been wrong. working for a long time, Shaudet. <laughs> Relaxation never crossed your mind, Shaudet. Shaudet. <laughs> Where the major uh, go? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, I like it. Uh, now I'm fucking with it. <laughs> now you fucking with it? Now I'm fucking with it. Happy Black History Month. Um, <laughs> this week, and this, I don't have an article for this, but earlier this week, it appears that Drake's penis found its way on social media via a leak. Um, The only comment I have when this story broke was if you wanted, like at first, if if you wanted to see Drake's penis, the accounts that were, that had that footage was shockingly majority men to me. I don't know. If you noticed that, Miss Janelle, I absolutely did. And then there was an outpouring of tweets and posts to the effect of this nigga is light skinned, he got money, and he got a and he got a hammer. This isn't fair. It was a lot of <laughs> I saw men I, and I'm men, not sure. <laughs> men use terms like meet it up. Uh, double XL Lizzy, um, <laughs> piped up. The, the oh. men, all men, men, men. What is going on? In when did this become acceptable? Is what I'm. 
maybe wait we're maybe we're outdated. Maybe we're barbaric, Miss Jeanette. We're barbaric. No, 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 wait. What are you talking about? When did this become acceptable? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not sh- first of all, I I know I know us. I say confidently. We're not shaming these men for the homoeroticism that that suggests. But we see that shit all the time. Okay. We we know these niggas love these niggas. And that's fine. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that's You're right. fine. Um You're but right. it was just very and it became okay because so many people were participating. And I think it brought a level of comfort to men who might have normally been like pause or, you know, mm-hmm. AO. Um mm-hmm. But if everybody in the in the committee is is on the same page, then you feel free to say, "I admire this man." We we now know that dudes appreciate that he's light skinned I thought that people, you know, appreciate you know you know how you're not sure why people fuck with another person, but when yeah. people were listing the. The, the reasons, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Light skin, and like getting money wasn't even first. <laughs> it was like, no, no, <laughs> the money and the rapping and the actual talent was nowhere in the beginning Mm-mm. stages of this. Mm-mm. And you know, I think a lot of times men look to other men to kind of, you know, see what they want to be or see aspire to something you know Mm. and then they're like a dude that i already viewed as my hero he also has super meat (laughs) but (laughs) the the thing that that a bunch of dudes learned though was that the meat was only super to them and so women had to come in and say it could be all the meat in the world but if it's attached to a bam ass nigga Nobody cares. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the meat that nobody claims. This is the meat that nobody goes back to. This is the meat that nobody mm. has a problem leaving. So <laughs> women were, were trying to school. I saw a lot of ladies trying to school brothers like, yo, what y'all are admiring ain't it. You know, if y'all are interested in the ladies, if you're not, then by all means, have at it. <laughs> Take off running. But I, I think a lot enough men took heed to what was happening. What I was trying to um. get, I, I was, remember, I, I don't know if I said this on the show or before the show last week about, I can't want you to not be a Bama more than you want to be a Bama. Right. I mm. gave up on Drake a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. And this tweet right here just solidified that there's no saving this man from Mm-mm. being a Bama. Mm-mm. I wasn't hiding my meat from the world. I was hiding the world from it. And he and it signed very, it Poppy. Yeah, it was very interesting that people have been, you know, talking a lot about how it was inappropriate for it to be leaked and everything. And I was like, no, that wasn't a leak. That was a post mm-hmm. that was put out there. And I saw it against my will because of now, you know, you know, before you had to open shit on Twitter. Yes. But now you can just be scrolling and it's just there. And you just see, yes. The, the top of the morning, I saw so many. 
I've never seen that much light skin peen in my life. I'm 47 years old. Now, granted, I've been married to a woman for a very long time, but I should not have seen that much light skin peen as I scrolled on a weekday. Like, right. it was so right. much. It was weekday. It was, I'm getting ready for work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't want to see early. that shit. It was early. That was crazy. It was inappropriate. Yeah, that was nuts. And it should it, it should be a cautionary tale. Like, you know, I don't know if guys realize, but this is a dude who has been searching. He's been trying to find himself, and you're you're still in the loser position. Like you're still doing weak shit. Like this, you're fucking thirty seven years old. You've got mm. all of this money. You've got all of this fame. You've got talent, and yet and still. Nobody's nobody's interested in because what he oh, wants Mr. is love, and nobody nobody. <laughs> oh, no, Miss Chanel, you got it all wrong. Okay, help me out. He's oh. giving these thirty-seven plus year old niggas hope. These niggas like my actions could still work. I'm about to shoot out the dick pic this today. He put he put it out at six forty five. <laughs> my shit's going out six fifty three. <laughs> Six bitches lined up to get this DM dick pic. <laughs> Come on now. I'm about to get my hair. I'm about to get my hair braided. Mm. I'm about to lay in bed with a hoodie on. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody going Winnie the Pooh with a hoodie on is insane. That is insane. <laughs> but like, yeah. I, I niggas, no, like real shit though. Are niggas looking at this as the blueprint or are niggas seeing this as the loser, loser shit that it is? Nah, that's Bama shit, man. Uh, even for even for my dick pic sending niggas, that's Bama shit. Cause <laughs> we aspire to get to that level. Cause we only assume that I no longer have to do shit like this. <laughs> Especially if if it's just to get bitches and but we but like you said, Miss Janelle, we hear this nigga often at least talk about in his songs how he's looking for some woman to save him and he mm. can't save himself. So. <clears throat> yeah, nah, this yeah, that was an L. Lucky, I was one of the few that hasn't seen this peen yet. All the ones that pop up on my screen got the smiley face covering it. Um, that's why I just know he got the hoodie on. Um, yeah, that was I'm good. I'm good on that. I still haven't listened to his last release. <laughs> I think I'm good on that. Mm. He, yeah, he's and everybody and they and I heard his fire, but you know, it's just, yeah. I'll never know. Oh, boy. All right. Let's get back to it. Let me see here. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to navigate this thing. Uh Uh-oh. There we go. All right. Jerry finds Michigan school shooter's mother, Jennifer Crumbly, guilty of manslaughter. A Michigan jury convicted a school shooter's mother, of involuntary manslaughter Tuesday in a first-of-its-kind trial to determine whether she had any responsibility in the deaths for students in 2021. Prosecutors say Jennifer Crumley was grossly negligent when she failed to tell Oxford High School that the family had guns, including a 9mm handgun that her son Ethan Crumley used as at a shooting range on the weekend before November 30th 
2021 attack. Um, the jury, six men, six women, including some gun owners or people who grew up with guns, began deliberations Monday morning. They sent a note to the judge that afternoon asking if they could infer anything from prosecutors not presenting Ethan Crumbly or others to explain specifically how he got access to a gun at home to shoot up Oxford High School. The answer was no. Oakland County Judge Cheryl Matthews said, you're only allowed to consider the evidence that was admitted in the case. Prosecutors say Jennifer Crumley had a duty under Michigan law to prevent her son, who was 15 at the time, from harming others. She's accused of failing to secure a gun and ammunition at home and failing to get help for her son's mental health. This is interesting. This is interesting. I am not a gun owner currently, unless you live in Georgia and you're close by, then I have 12. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But this is one of the reasons why (laughs) in Maryland. But this is one of the reasons, at least in Maryland, as I know the gun laws in Maryland are very strict. It was very, it was a conscious effort for me to really pay attention to the laws, really pay attention to what's going on in my household and, and discuss it with my family members as to whether we would have one in the house. This sets the precedent, at least for the residents of Michigan, to fully pay attention to those gun laws and understand the, the risk you run when having guns and ammunition in the house with your kids. I don't know how I feel. I don't know if this is a positive. I don't know if I'm gun-ho about this conviction. I, I have no idea how to feel about it, to be honest with you. But um, if you know the law in your state, then these this is a this is an added thing you have to consider, at least in the state of Michigan. Anybody else have anything they want to add? I think this is a horrible precedent. I think it's going to disproportionately affect black people. Um, I think this was a stepping stone to get to getting more people in prison. Um, And this is the type of thing that second amendment advocates should be standing up about. It shouldn't, they shouldn't be standing up about, bump stocks or being able to buy guns across state lines. This is the type of thing that if you're a two-way person that you should be focused on, because if you're telling me that we can have these guns, we can take our young people to the range, we can train our kids how to use guns and things of that nature, but I'm held responsible if they use that gun to hurt someone, then you open the door for this to not only apply to guns. This mm-hmm. opens the door to your asking everything. You're, yeah. you're asking yeah. parents to diagnose their own children with mental health. You're asking parents to, it, it, it's a lot of overreach with this. And I think that it's going okay. to end up putting a lot of uh, black parents in prison. C major, anything you want to add? Um, I'm 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 a little on the fence with it, like you, because 
I do see there is a slight in my mind there's a slight failure in parenting, but I also see where you know, like you are you are asking the parent a lot here in this specific Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> in this specific uh circumstance here. Um I mean and, you're you're about to welcome a young child. You're you're yeah. you're months away from having a kid. And if you decide to become a gun owner and lived in the state where this was the law, there's a lot for you to consider here. There, there's a yeah. lot. I don't think it's a clear cut. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not leaning hard on one side or the other of the issue. I'm just, I guess I'm still in the comprehension mode. Like I'm, I'm hearing Miss Janelle and what she say uh, mm. about the slippery slope here. And I do see the pathways to more in prison, um, more imprisonment and how this could be a target for black and brown citizens in the state. Uh, I definitely see that. But like, it's interesting, though, like in this situation where, you know, they are a family who utilizes guns and have gone to the range and all of that. She gets this conviction. And I don't know what state Kyle Rittenhouse was in. But like in that situation, his mother was a clear conduit for him to go and shoot those people. Yep. She not only and provided not, him yep. the gun, she gave him the transportation. You know what I mean? Like, do you think that's a reason, you know, that's why it got this person got maybe, what she got? Maybe. Okay. But um, I just know that when this country becomes more carceral. The hammer Wait comes down. Hold on. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what the hey. fuck is carceral? Hey, go ahead, go ahead, try to spell that on the banner. Go Let's ahead. see here. Uh, okay, let me shot. give you the banner. Car. Let's see what that looks like. Sir. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh yeah, because I like how you found it. Wait sir. a minute. Car. I like where this is going. Sir. Okay. Yes, please. Sound it out. <laughs> Roll. All right. Miss Janelle, you can tell me. If I fuck this up. All right. And bam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sugar (laughs) bee. Oh, baby kitten. No, <laughs> no, man. Oh, that no. okay. That shit look like a type of fuel at Shell. That shit look like whatever additive they say is ninety eight. Give you like <laughs> if you'd like to Tell look me. up the term C A R C E R A L will help you. C A R what C E R A L. Right. Oh, oh. Pop, pop straight up. Oh, that looks way different than what I put in the banner. <laughs> okay. Oh, so Sorry. relating to or Carcer- of the nature of incarceration. Got you. Yes. Ah. Yes. So that's so. There's no S there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This banner is going to be the death of us. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it could. <laughs> we have to have too much fun right now. Though. 
But yes, as our as our country le- leans into becoming a more prison state, we feel the brunt of that the the heaviest. And okay. I don't think that that's ever good. Got you. Um, I want to see what else we want to do because we're already creeping up on an hour. What was this? No, we're not going to put no energy. We on don't care about ass. that. Okay. We don't care about her. Dumbass and dumbass. Dumbass, dumas and dumas. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah. Yes. We've got to talk about Monique. What Monique has done. What what Shannon has done. Let's let's start there. I don't even want to I don't even really care to post this. Somebody call him the cheetah mate. What's the cheetah? <laughs> the cheetah Chester. Chester. Somebody <laughs> called this nigga Chester. <laughs> Which I was not mad at. Uh, wait a minute, let me see. Let me see if they have that image still relatively close to the top. Nah, it's been it's been a lot of mm-hmm. comments. So let's get to the actual what actually started DL ranting on his Instagram and then again on his radio show was Monique sat down with Shannon Sharp earlier this week. Happy Black History Month again. Um, if you didn't know this was coming from Cat from the Cat Williams interview, this was something that I, I was like, oh, Monique, this is shit. If if you like with Cat, if, if if Shannon's going down this road, then he's got to have Monique definitely called or some somebody's absolutely setting up this Monique interview, and so it was released another two hour plus. Um, yeah, it was two session. hours and fifty five minutes. It was longer than Cat's. It was it was long yeah. as fuck. But if you understand what Monique has um, been through in the past 10, 15 years. And the lack of interview skills that Shannon has, that's why it, <laughs> it wound up being two hours and 50 minutes. This entire interview could have been our tops with some good quality questions, with some good editing, with some good, let's get on, let's get back on track, let's get focused. But Shannon likes to ask questions and then sit back and give the um, person a lot of room to talk and with and and you can do that in in that platform that's it's much like any other podcast you're not confined to commercial breaks things of that nature you can kind of lay out your show however you want to however in the interest of everybody's fighting for my ears and my eyes as an audience member if you're thinking about your audience Everybody's fighting for my ears and my eyes. How do I get people? Th- this would have better served Shannon in a part one, part two. That's what I'm getting at. Chop it up. Do some editing. Do some post work. Tighten things up. Get rid of the spaces of air. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't have the. I, I want that for our, for our show. But we don't have the access. We don't have the tools. We don't have the free time. We don't have the the money and the capacity to do a lot of the things that I think would make this show better. And as I'm thinking about how to make our show better, I'm watching his and I'm like, 
you got them. Your money is right there. This set is beautiful. You have the editors. You have the lighting. You have all of this at your disposal. Ask your editors to tighten it up, man. Three hours is is crazy for one for one city. I I've, I have yet to sit through one of those type of shows, whether it be audio form or video form, straight through. I I just can't. Two hours plus, that's movie time. I don't go to the movies if it's over a certain amount of time. So it's it's very difficult um, for for me as a as an audience member to want to sit down and listen to it. As soon as I went to the YouTube page and I pressed play and I saw how much time that shit was, I was like, God damn. Man. Like, who the fuck thought I was going to be able to hop on the bike, spin my legs for about... 45 minutes no you know we're close to the end so i didn't even get to see the whole thing um but from what i saw she's you know no no surprises really you know she she talked about her experience with lee daniels she talked about her experience with oprah she talked about her experience with tyler and those three in particular seem to be the most um trendy topics that she spoke about uh, she spoke about her relationship with her husband. She spoke about um, what is it, Mrs. The Parkers? Was that the name of the show with her and Encounters? Yeah, Encounters. Yeah. yeah, which I was. And I love that. Like, I like that. I'm tired of hearing her talk about Lee, Oprah, and Tyler. But you know, she has the right to say what she wants. I want to hear about how you got started, the Parkers, all of that. So I was more interested in that, and it felt like his interview was out of order. So I didn't even get to the Parkers till much later in the interview. Uh, I just, I just feel like overall Shannon's approach to this is getting sloppier in my opinion. Um, Even though I really wanted to hear everything Monique said, I just, I don't find I'm not, I'm not going to watch that whole thing. It's just too much. (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) Not doing that shit. Um, I watched the whole thing. Well, I listened. Like it was one of them things where I put it on and I just worked and mm-hmm. listen to it and the thing is like we we discussed um monique at length when the whole netflix thing popped off and she said some key things around that if y'all don't mind me getting into sure so y'all y'all knew what my stance was with the whole netflix thing and i felt like her approach didn't didn't hold much water um and she ended up settling with netflix and doing a special and she brought mm-hmm. up the fact that she talked to Wanda Sykes and Wanda took her special to Epics, mm-hmm. had the numbers, did a special in 21 with Netflix. And then she, you know, she was like, oh, I shouldn't have to go someplace else. But like we talked about at the time that she brought up the boycott, Hollywood is sexist and racist. Mm-hmm. Netflix is about numbers. And so Shannon was like, would you do another special? And she said, I think specials should be specials. And I didn't watch her special on Netflix, but it didn't jive well with me when she was talking about how much bag she was missing because of how Mm -hmm. things transpired. Mm -hmm. And now Netflix has the stats to show what a special from you is worth. Yep. And there's that. 
But I don't know if you saw the, the segment where she brought audio to Shannon. Yes, I did see that. Tyler Perry. And my thing is, that is the suit that you need to pursue. You have definitely. So go, go. For those who haven't seen it, it's, it's a snippet that she was able to record a conversation she had with Tyler Perry, where Tyler Perry admitted that he did lie um, and defame her, basically saying that she was uh, hard to work with. And she has that on a recording and she let Shannon hear. Yeah. So okay. she's talking to Shannon about it. You have a clear cut defamation suit from a motherfucker who has the bag. If yeah. you say that he has cost you millions of dollars, sue him. Instead, you're telling him you're you're petitioning Shannon to tell him to come up there and talk. Nigga, you don't need to get on another platform and talk. And he's not going to. I, my thing is. No, no. He she was. Tyler and Oprah and Oprah <laughs> to get on Shannon Sharps to get on Club Shay Shay and it's like like I said you know what I mean we, if you if you've been a long time listener you can even go back to the episode we mm-hmm. we talked no at no point did we say that Monique didn't have valid grievances but I hate. I don't know what type of vindication she wants. I don't know what type of reparation she wants, but she's not moving in the best interest of getting her money together. And my thing is, you know, she talked about people coming to her and saying, you should have done the press for precious and everything. And she's like, I don't work for free and that's fine. And you can stand on your principles and you can do that, but you have to also understand what it's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I work at a construction company. I have principles that I can stand on. And it's some things that I have to understand that if I speak on it, it might cost me. And that's just the nature of it. It's people that work at schools. It's people that in in every walk of life. And she said something very interesting in the beginning. You know, she's like, if something isn't right, I have to speak on it. And coming through you know and her just growing up that made a lot of people not like her and I'm not here talking about my my I don't know Monique and Mm -hmm. there's been times she's been very entertaining to me there's been times not so much but she said a lot of people don't like me and that's good self-awareness but what you also have to be aware of is you are in a business where it is necessary for key people to like you And if you're okay not having that, then fine. Move how you're moving, but understand what it's going to do. We then came to learn that she's going to be on tour with Kat. I think that's a great thing. I hope it's very successful and lucrative for Mm -hmm. both of them. And that might be her lane. But I don't, you know, I'm not going to speak to, you know, a lot of people got things to say about her husband and the moves that he makes and things of that, things of that nature. But I'm like, you clearly have a defamation and slander suit in front of you. Why wouldn't you pursue that? Like, that's the thing. I don't I don't know what what she wants. She look she seemed like Oh my fault. I didn't mean to oh, cut no, you no, off. No, 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 please. 
Uh, now that you bring that up, yeah, she seemed like somebody just moving with her feelings a little hurt, and, and she just wants like that public apology type situations for the, I guess for the ego or for the pride. But yeah, at the end of the day, like I'm with you. What what is that really worth? And you you not you not about to get the offer for the special you was looking for. You probably still not going to get the movie deals you was looking for. It's <laughs> you think I mean. We'll probably be like, oh, shit, she was right. And then two weeks later, be back fucking watching Medea and them again. Like, it's <laughs> the whole hood <laughs> is saying she's right. The whole yeah. hood. Everybody was saying. So. But like, to me, it made sense when, you know, Taraji was doing the tour, was speaking her mind. Now, if she gets pushed back, we can say, oh, you know what? That's retaliation for her saying what she said. Yep. But she did yep. the tour. Mm-hmm. I remember when that first dropped, hearing about, you know, Gabrielle Union and all of them networking. Um, who's my girl? Regina Hall. All of them yep. being like, oh, we lock arms. When we hear about somebody ain't getting the right money, you can't call me. I'm not going to take the role either. You can't mm-hmm. call me. You know what I mean? Viola Davis making moves. Octavia Spencer making moves. We know what the issue is. Hollywood is sexist and racist. But they understand if we're going to be in this business, our strategy has to be different. I want her, I want, I want the best for all of our people in whatever game we're in. I just want Monique to strategize better, but I'm like, you can really point to Tyler Perry costing you millions of dollars. He's got it. Go get it. Fuck everything else. Playing the tape for Shannon. Don't do nothing. Except get Shannon going, mm-hmm, yeah, you right, you right. That <laughs> motherfucker, st- when I tell you the stuttering that took place, because he released the clip, he released the, he released the clip, C-Major, where mm-hmm. this is the one time he used the editors. Because <laughs> I was telling, I was telling Gerasma, I was like, it didn't happen as quickly as this clip makes it seem, where she asked him, what did he hear Tyler say? And then in his promotional clip yeah, he said it that's not how fast no. it happened <laughs> there was so much she was like tell him Shan tell him Shay Shay <laughs> really Greece is not exaggerating baby. he was scared he was scared boots to admit oh, what he heard on that recording scared boots oh man now, when she went on T.S. Madison's show, T.S. was like, I heard it. Yep. And, I, and she didn't even have to prompt T.S. T.S. said, and I heard it. <laughs> it was like... Yeah. yeah. But Shannon was really scared boots, yeah. It, it What's my good. man? What's that gospel singer that they be making the video out? Ooh, ah! That's how y'all say that nigga was. <laughs> He ran style like shit. Yeah, that's real shit. How many times did he say Monique? Like how many? You sound just like him. I'm scared. That was was legitimately 26 minutes of the show. Yes, legitimately. Monique. Monique. (laughs) Come on now, Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bunch of that. So if I do a drinking game, I'm I'm done by be two oh, hours and fifty five minutes. You need about four bottles. 
you under the it's, table. It's it's wearing it's it's wearing out for me. Hmm. It'd be interesting to see how long he's able to sustain this type of interview layout platform, and it's going to be interesting. Um, some people took it upon themselves to attack Shannon in ways that I don't agree with. Hmm. Um, and that was later on in the week talking about uh, questioning his sexuality and things of that nature. Like, chill, yo. just chill. Like, every, like we got to do that every time we could chill. If that man is doing what you proclaim or guess that he's doing, then let him do that in his own house, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But enough, enough of questioning everybody, attacking people with that particular question. And, and when we do that, it doesn't make you any better of a person to even ask that question or to put that kind of allegation on a person anyway. Like that's kind of crazy. Doesn't make sense. What does that say about you? So. All right. In the interview, she also she also made mention of how D.L. Hughley did her wrong. Um, she attended. First of all, Miss Janelle, if I'm coming on your radio show and you're not there, I like I in the middle. She didn't even get past that part That's for the me. Disrespect to me, Slim. What? <laughs> You invite me to the D.L. Hewley show on the day that you're out on your vacation day? No. That's crazy. I couldn't get past that. Never mind what she asked, you know, the the, the disrespect, which was playing uh, Have You Ever? Or Would You would rather, rather? Excuse me. And the question that was asked of her was, would you rather your husband um, have sex with Lee Daniels with a condom or um, Superhead, Karen Steffens? And that is a disrespectful question. You talk about somebody's husband. You talk about somebody's spouse, someone that they um, plan to spend the rest of their lives with, and you plan in her face. So I I get the disrespect there. Um, But that's a conversation for me to have with the people on the staff. Um, The show never aired. I'm rolling. Okay, we're done. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't feel like I got an adequate apology or a statement from you and your 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 co-host, then I move on because this isn't whatever relationship I thought we had, whatever I thought we built by being in these comedy streets is not reciprocated. I don't ever have to come back to your show again. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Like C Major said, like a lot of this is she's still hurting from a lot of relationships that maybe she thought were better than or meant something more to her. And uh, I hope she finds her healing, man. I really do, because that shit is. uh, I see the pain. Mm -hmm. Unless one thing I did see was the pain and the hurt. Um, I'm not sure I'm, I would move that way, but I'm not in her shoes, so I can't really speak yeah. to it. I'd say about 60% of that pain and hurt is just Baltimore alone, but <laughs> she got to work through that. No, <laughs> it's real shit. And the way you, you're, you're uh, absolutely right. And the way that she spoke on her upbringing, that little mm-hmm. girl is still looking for something. Yep. 
Yeah. I think C Major was talking about the city of Baltimore. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, like, I hear you. I know. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to church it up and shit. You trying to make exactly it cute. What it is. I got you. I got you. I gotta start. I gotta this is completely separate, but I gotta start lighting some incense or something here. Y'all y'all got the cool smoke and shit billowing past our heads. <laughs> In the joint, yeah. and I'm just looking like a fucking square over here. Man, fuck that. I need, to, <laughs> I need to get a mysterious, smoky. No, you just about to have a fog machine in the yeah. joint. Like, would you? <laughs> well, I realized my I I I worked out this morning, and my mm. clothes are still in here. So I was like, let me since I can't crack a window, let me go ahead and prevent some damage from seeping into the walls real quick. <laughs> Counteract was was smoking out of my body. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Janelle, do you have a touchy subject for us? I do, man. I don't know if y'all if y'all peep it the way that I do, but this is our anniversary yes. area. Mm. Yes, we started with a Valentine's Day episode. Yes, Valentine's Day is fast approaching. It'll be here before mm-hmm. we meet again. Street bears, <laughs> street bears, and street flowers support yeah. small businesses. We please, are always, please. we have always been proponents. Absolutely, of the street bears, street Absolutely. flowers. Okay. I yeah. am against street chocolates. I am against that. Don't put anything in your mouth from the streets. But street yeah. bears yeah. and flowers, absolutely. But I yeah. just want to, you know, in in light of what's coming Valentine's day. I would like to know from you all, what is something that you feel like at the stage of your life that you're in, you know about love. Mm. Hmm. Would y'all like me to start? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Um, Something that I've come to understand about love is that, Friend love is just as valuable, if not more so, than romantic love. And I think that it is something that needs to be cultivated. I think that it is something that should be appreciated. Um, And I think that it's something that people should strive for much in the same way that they strive to be partnered romantically. I think that you should work to find your tribe and find and, you know, choose and find the loved ones that you can experience growth with as friends. And I think that that is, it's good for the soul. And I think it helps you navigate romantic love even better. Go for it, C Major. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, give a crack at it. So one thing I've grown to know or understand about love. <clears throat> um, it incorporates a lot of principles that not only help you in these specific relationships, but help you in life. So love also helps you build trust helps you with honesty with respect so it's one of those things where as I grow with that within my personal relationships I'm then able to better reciprocate that in the world when when necessary 
Okay. Love, one thing I know about love now is, especially at this age, love love is dependable. Um, when I don't feel at my best, love can can lift me up. And that is either via the love of my friends and family or the love from my spouse. If I'm not feeling my best, some from someone from my love group <laughs> is going to be asking me questions, getting to getting to it. Like, what what can we do? How do you feel? What can I do to make you feel better? That I didn't always recognize and is you know the older we get the more we see friends colleagues associates age the the more i'm starting to realize that that is truly dependable is that that those close friends family members and your significant other are always at least in my case always there to help lift me up whether it's emotional physical you know, whatever the case may be. So, dependability. Dependability. <laughs> you got it, Grease. See, Major, I'm about to give you the keys to this joint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really about to give you the keys to this platform so you can keep track of uh, <laughs> words. That's all. <laughs> but thank you for that touchy subject, Mr. Janelle. I really appreciate it. <laughs> for our producers, you get to see all the dynamic <laughs> special effects. Spoke. She just spoke the language of a men in black alien. That shit was crazy. Why is this scrolling past, though? Like, this is the worst thing. Why did they give us this? I mean, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) It's all about dependability, baby. All about it. Uh, As always, producers, thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued support. You will be receiving the video version of this in Patreon. For those of you who are not producers, you can do that by signing up on Patreon and searching for Reels and Feels. You should be able to see the profile there with all the video presentations, at least from the beginning of this year, as well as a couple of bonus episodes. Um. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Reels and Feels. I'm T Greasy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Devious Dose. You can find me on Twitter at C Major, P U H C E E, that's C E E Major, P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major, that's C E E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. Hit the link in both those bios, get into anything I'm getting into. All right. Thank you all for joining us.